Hello, Pastor Deborah here. Welcome to the Garden of Eden, the spiritual place that we're at right now. Yeah, but I'm sitting in my living room and your physical body, maybe somewhere else also. But out in the realm of the spirit, where our forever people, our forever person, our spirit lives, that's where we are. And this motion video by Pixabay is a continuation of our wonderful letter that we've been working through. We're on part number 69 of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself. Years ago, remember, I told you Pastor Deborah was given and inspired to write this letter out, all these different parts. I would send it out in the mail with what? Teddy bears. That's right. You remember what one might have looked like? Well, let me get him for you. Okay. There. Remember Teddy? With a heart of love and a beautiful, beautiful tie. Remember him? Yeah, I got him at Walmart. Thank you, Walmart. During the Valentine's season, I would buy him and send him out with this letter all over the world. I'd send him to heavy metal music musicians, singers and drummers. I sent it to witches and high priests and priestesses of Satanism and cults. I would send Teddy out to royalty in other nations. Yeah, like a count in England. Uh-huh. I sent it to people who were in charge of drug cartels, child pornography, sex trafficking. Yeah. All over the world, Teddy went with this letter. Remember? Oh, look at Teddy. He's so sweet. So kind and loving. And he's bringing a heart. Agape love to you. Even now. In this part, number 69, we're going to continue with our prayers. And talking to God personally through prayer and petition. Yeah, we're born again now. If you believe in his son, Christ Jesus. Who went to a cross long ago. Yeah, for you. And he was the son of the living God. See that light coming down? That's a copy love coming down to you. So welcome again. And let's begin our portion, part 69, with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you once again for drawing all of us to your garden. No matter what planet it is on, what galaxy we are in, for your word of agape love is for all living creatures in all the spiritual realm. Uh We thank you that you have brought others through time and space also, and that we are now having a Garden of Eden on their planet to reach out to them. With your agape love. Father, help us as we continue to learn about you and your great love for us and about ourselves and how we need it, even though we don't know what it is. Help us to keep learning and growing through your teacher, your Holy Spirit, who's our comforter, who gives us wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for your son. The living word made flesh, Christ, that was inside the dirt body 
named Jesus. Thank you that all three parts of him, his spirit, soul, and physical body, volunteered to be your lamb, your sacrifice, to pay the penalty for all living creatures that do not know of you, that suffered from the sin of Adam, that has suffered in darkness and confusion and ignorance about you. Father, thank you for all you have done for us. For we couldn't do, we didn't even know what to do. We tried, Father, we tried. We served gods and goddesses in ancient days. We sacrificed innocent ones, animals and people and children and infants. And we still do, trying to find favor with a God. We don't know which God, sometimes the gods we pray to are saints or their goddesses, or their priests, or their popes, or their denominations, or their constitutions, or flags, or to our ancestors and traditions and cultures, religion, or maybe just to something to stay alive. Father, help us to understand you and your great love for us, and teach us to grow, nourish us to grow. Help us in this letter that you inspired the pastor Deborah for us in the name of Christ Jesus. Now, remember, I don't use a green screen, so I may look a little strange. I move my head a certain way. My background can come through. My hand can disappear into the video because there's no green screen behind me. They are too big, too cumbersome for my small space. I may look a little fuzzy to you, My hair and head may do strange things. So please forgive me. It's so easy. I have a busy life and it's just easy to sit down, look up my camera, my microphone, find a motion video from Pixabay, get dressed, put on some lipstick, comb my hair, put a barrette on and record. Uh Sometimes I do two or three recordings a day. That's about three hours. And I have to edit. Then I have just regular housework to do. Dinners and washing clothes and taking care of the yard. I have a husband, a dog. I have a son and a granddaughter. They're not here. And I have to sleep and study and rest and prepare. Busy days every day. I do ministry in the spirit 24-7. That's right. I do it with neighbors. Maybe they're dying. They need to confess their sins. Mm -hmm. Maybe I have to be taken off into the deep darkness, evil, wicked places where Satan is killing innocent people. Maybe I have to go to deathbeds, go visit babies in the wombs to get them out before death can take them. Hospitals, mosques, synagogues. Yeah, I travel the whole world spiritually. And now I'm beginning to travel to you out there in the far galaxies. Mm -hmm. Out beyond the known universe, billions and billions of light years away. I've come. I've been wanting to come to see you for so long and be a part of your life and help you to hear these words. So I want you to make sure you look at the YouTube channel, the Hidden Kingdoms, and the Children's Channel for children of all ages. Don't forget to look at the website, www.agapeloveishere.org. Yep. And if you don't have any LinkedIn or Twitter, that's okay. You can hear everything I do 
on the YouTube channels. They will be here long, long after I'm gone. And we have people going to make sure that social media travels Mm -hmm. out into the far galaxies. So welcome. This is going to pick up in a part of the letter we've been working in called Let's Take a Few Steps with Him. After you believe in Him, you get born again. You're a new creature. Now you got to learn how to live in that identity with that mind. Got to be completely free, even though there might be things from the past, ugly things living around. You can even see as the light comes down, you see those little dots? Those are children, you being born again, coming into the light, living in the light. Mm -hmm. This is going to be part number seven. So let's get started. We had been in a prayer, sort of, and just talking, and I was teaching to you about how we, creatures, humanity, whatever you want to call yourself, we have frustrated him. We have abandoned him, rejected him, hurt him, abused him, lied to him, turned to other gods, other things. We don't believe in him. We try him. and Oh, if you're really real, do this, and something doesn't happen. He doesn't have to prove to you who he is. He knows who he is. He first comes with love. Mm -hmm. We deny him every way possible. We wanted nothing to do with him in our government, in our schools, in our personal lives, in our relationships with our children, with our partners, with our family, in our businesses, between nations. We didn't want his word to guide us and lead us because there is some judgment that comes if you don't follow it right. Mm -hmm. Out in the world of the soul and the physical body, lots of religions. But did you know God is not a religion? He's a king of a kingdom of the unseen world. He's the great I am. That's right. But we've frustrated him, abused him, abandoned him, rejected him, even spiritually. What you have to learn is he is a spirit. And he's looking for your spirit to worship him in spirit and in truth. That means knowledge. Mm -hmm. But he still reached out to us, even through his pains and his hurts. His tears and sorrows of his heart to all living things. No, demons are not living things anymore. They used to be. They used to be angels. Living means that you can come and you live with the light of God in you. And God's light and presence is in your spirit. And you are in that connection with him. The angels were created to be servants, not children, not in his image and likeness, but servants to obey him and to live in the light, not in the darkness. But there were some, especially one whose name was Lucifer, which means the son, the offspring of the morning, the first age. Mm -hmm. 
Lucifer was a high arc, what they call him, an archangel. His job was to spiritually protect the very presence of God himself. He had keys, authority, and dominion over hell, death, and the grave. And that is where people or living things would go to keep them out of the presence of God. He had control of it. He was a warden of a prison. But you had to have sin in your life. You had to be disobedient, a traitor, treasonous to the light, to the laws. And that was Lucifer's beginning. He was beautiful. We learned that in the Kingdom of Darkness series. But he was a beautiful creature. His spiritual body was jewels. And that light of God would shine through him and out through him to others. But he started wanting some of the, the glory himself. And he got blinded by the light, his beauty, his majesty and glory, his high position. And he wanted to sit on the throne himself. He wanted to be a king that served no one else but himself. Mm-hmm. I just saw a wonderful movie. It was, I think, called Mythica. It had five parts. The final one was the God Slayer. Wonderful. It showed how love would triumph evil. Sacrifice yourself for others, even though they did not know that was the highest form of love. But there was some guy. He had some gathered all these things called the dark spores. And he wanted to kill the gods, drain all their power. Because he didn't like being under them and them being the source of authority on the world. So he was going to kill them, sort of. Shows it in the final movie, The God Slayer, where he was draining from the gods all their energy. And then they died. And he was going to make himself the only God on earth. And everything and everybody was going to serve him. He was going to become the ultimate God. That's sort of what Lucifer tried to do. But it took the love of a man for a woman, Merrick who was sort of, we'll call her, part dark and part good. She wanted to be free of the darkness from the dark evil, dark spores. And the only way out was through death. And she had a love of an elf. Mm -hmm. And his love, he died for her to get some hammer. And she had a crown. If she took the crown on her head and this hammer, from out of the underworld, the world of the dead, and smash those dark spores on that necklace around that evil guy. She would be free. He would be dead. The dark spores, the darkness would be gone. But she had to learn that she had to sacrifice herself for the greater good. That's what Christ Jesus did. To set others free. She and this elf both sacrificed themselves for love, love for each other and love for others. They laid down their lives to free a whole world of this evil, wicked man and his evil, wicked heart. 
excellent biblical truths and stories. You can see old Satan in Sauron, the Lord of the Rings. And you can see how the hobbits had a different kind of heart than humans. They were very greedy. Mm -hmm. You can find God's love and stories and truth in many stories about war, Mm -hmm. love, all that he traveled to do to get to. I watch some strange stuff, a lot of fantasy, a lot of stories, mythical. Mm -hmm. That's right. And love is always in there. And shows the power, shows slavery. It shows people wanting to rule and reign. Other people. Nothing's different in the human race or whatever race you are from. So we had been denying this one God. Did you know, I'm sure on your planet, we worship things and animals, creatures, nature, the sun. We worshiped polygods, women as gods. That's right. So it's a good study to study spirituality and gods and goddesses, the history of civilizations. See where we came from. Mm -hmm. The Bible shows us we came from first believing in one God, Adam in the garden with his father, God. Then we got separated from him and we started worshiping nature and animals and ourselves and other gods and polygods. Then Come forward, we even worshipped our ancestors as gods and rocks and trees, the sun, the moon, the stars, the water. We recognized there was chaos out there, disorder, no peace. And we attributed it to the gods. Maybe we didn't sacrifice enough. You ought to watch some of these movies where they had to sacrifice young children to gods. So they'll leave you alone. You'll have peace. And wonderful ancient stories. Ancient Greece, ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. That's right. I study and I learn. Mm-hmm. So here in this letter, even though this God of the Bible was hurt, angry with us. We read that in the Old Testament. He was dealing with just flesh creatures. They had lost the Holy Spirit, were not in spiritual connection with him. He would find one every now and then that he would talk to. He would learn to build a relationship with them, become their friend. He would work with them in warfare, in the flesh. Because that's all he was dealing with. Their spirits were separated from him. But their souls were beginning to believe in him and trust him, pray to him. Not everybody, but a few. And it got so bad, as we know, a great flood came because both humanity and nature and animals became so wicked. They had to be washed away off the earth. So we started again with one family, Noah and his three children. Well, they had issues. Noah even cursed one of his grandsons, Canaan, to be a slave of his brothers. Where do you think slavery came from? Right there. Mm-hmm. I took that story. I have it written down. Took it to a wonderful, wonderful pastor. Mm-hmm. She was from of the African race, black. Told her about this to 
say prayers over her congregation. Ooh, and she did. And the demons and the people went crazy. She didn't realize what was in them. A lot of people, they get born someplace. They have ancestors everywhere. But yet they're still connected back. Maybe you came from a culture of voodoo. And you live somewhere else. Well, you're still connected to that spiritual stuff until it's broken off. Mm -hmm. So we did a lot to God. But we didn't know it. Sometimes we did. But he was still loving us. He knew our potential. But we had become horrible, wicked, evil creatures of the darkness, ignorance, enslaved to Satan. Yeah, oh, Lord Sauron, we had become his evil, evil creatures. But even through that, God knew if I could create them again, birth them new out of death, I would be seen as a great king and victor over death itself and over hell, which I created, and over the grave. Yet Pastor Deborah Listert is going to go to the grave. Can't take anything with me. I'm going to wear my wedding ring, and it'll stay in the coffin. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to get, come on out of there. My spirit's going to get a new body from a new earth one day. And I'll never die again. Mm-hmm. So we're learning in this letter. We did some bad things to him. We ignored him. Even now, we don't start meetings with prayer. We don't start our Nations, government meetings and prayer. And if we do, they're just religious prayers. We don't start UN with prayer. We don't bless people with our words. Mm -mm. So his agape love just couldn't stop loving you. He wanted you as his child in the kingdom of heaven, not in the shape you're in right now. You're a mess. Your soul is evil. Your physical body is diseased. Your spirit is in darkness. Got demonic spirits in it, around it. You're tied by fetters of iron. Soul dies to that realm. So he has to do something. And he made a way. And he showed us his pattern. You go to death in Christ Jesus on a cross. Christ himself, not us, went to hell, suffered our punishment, separation. And then he got up, got the Holy Spirit, because he never sinned. And then he rose out of the grave, a new life form. And he could pop around on earth, just pop in here, pop in there, change his looks. Just He could eat. He was different. And I had to have that experience. And I did. Mm-hmm. Jan died and Pastor Deborah arose. That's in the story called It's Time. So you go read it. I'll have a video of it up soon. But this agape love of this God, this Father, even in the darkness, was shining out, calling out to us, reaching to us in our dreams, in our comas, in the womb, when we are divided in, into multiple persons. Trying to reach our inner child of our soul, our spirit that's in a trance, asleep in hidden worlds like Oz. 
is trying to reach us wherever we are, no matter what culture, what sex, what age, what religion, what nation we're in. It's reaching, reaching, speaking, calling to our spirits in words of love. His agape love couldn't stop loving us, even through his anger. And he was angry with us, even through us rejecting him. Being a spiritual adulterer, I didn't know that, did you? I knew nothing about that. When I'm born, I just get born. I don't even know I'm a spirit or have one. I know nothing. And my parents didn't teach me. They got me to God in church. And I started praying and to Jesus when I was about three. But do I have any understanding of this God of the kingdom of heaven? And neither will you. I had to have a Hebrews 4.12 spiritual circumcision. I had to be birthed anew. Away from my soul's lust of its eyes and the lust of its flesh and the pride of its life. I had to be free of being a tail to the soul and become a king, the leader of my soul and my physical body. I didn't know any of that when I was born or a child. That wasn't taught. But thank you to God, the Heavenly Father. He kept reaching out to us and reaching maybe through fairy tales, through poems and songs and statues, reaching through Many different ways that we need him in our life. Great movie to watch. It's called The Odyssey. It's a three-hour movie. I got it on the website. I think I got it on the YouTube channel also. It's about how this young man left his homeland to go help the king of Greece retrieve his wife, Helen, who had run off to Troy. For 10 years, they battled Troy, which was high up on a mountain. But he came up, I think his name was Odesimus. That might not be correct. Came up with this idea, build a horse out of wood of the ships. The horse was a revered image to the Trojans. They would bring it in, think it was from the gods. All the ships would be gone. But there inside of the Trojan horse would be a special operations, Greeks. They would be pulled in, venerated as, as a horse, and at night they would come out, the Greeks, and get Helen back. A sneaky way to fight, but it worked. And after that, this Odesimus went out to the cliffs. You'll see it in the three-hour movie where he just bragged on himself. Oh, look at me. I didn't need a God. We we won this without you. You had no part in this. This was me, my idea, my conception, me, me, me. It's all about me. But even through the thousands and thousands of generations, from the very beginning, He knew he would have to hold. Oh, he had to go away from us many a times. Maybe cry. Get angry. But he always came back to us. Mm -hmm. And he came back many ways, talking through people that wanted to have a relationship with him. He was reaching, reaching us. Trying, trying so hard. 
for we were in darkness and ignorance, both in our spirit and in our soul. But even now, he just won't quit. And he won't give up. And he will not allow any one of you little ones to fall astray again. Be taken prey. He put shepherds there. Good ones. Protectors. Shields around you. The battles are hard for you. You're a little one. Mm-hmm. And yes, some of you do get taken prey by lies and deception and bewitchment. And we have to come and help you. Mm-hmm. And we will. So this new you, this new creature of the light. See all those little dots? Those are all his children. He's breathing on them with his agape love, his light and truth. He wants to have a secret and intimate relationship with your spirit. He wants your spirit to know him in truth and to be able to worship him and serve him, pray to him and him to talk back to you. He wants to trust you spiritually. And he wants you to come into a deep, intimate, not sexual, relationship as he desires you to be with him. Oh, it will change, as you know, children, when they're born as an infant, they have one relationship with their parent. As they become a child and a toddler, another. As they become a young teen, another. As they become a young adult. Another type of relationship. And when they become a mature adult, the relationship has changed. The love is now different. But some people can't see that. And they only see the child in you. His love will never fail, but it will grow in you. And you will grow in it. And he makes this relationship available freely to all creatures, great and small. No matter what planet, solar system, or galaxy you're in, it is a free gift. This becomes a deep, intimate relationship to help you. It's available to you in his light. Sometimes he has to just talk to us in our dreams, or maybe movies, or fairy tales, or poems, or songs, or artwork, or even through history and documentaries. You have to become a seeking heart saying, what is really going on? Who's behind this? What's happening sort of behind the closed doors? Who's pulling the strings? Mm -hmm. And he wants you to have the gift, the Holy Spirit, his teacher himself in you, in your spirit to help you. He's got gifts to give to you and wisdom and knowledge. He'll help guide your steps so you don't trip or fall. So you won't step into a trap. Or you'll be taught and learn whose voice is really talking to you. Sometimes we need lots of deliverance and cleansing, purifying. Things are still attached to us in our soul, in our body, and even still to our little one that we became. But the most important is he wants to know some things from you. Do you love him? Just for him alone, not for his blessings or his goodness or 
protection, but do you just love him and want his desires fulfilled only? Not yours, not what the world has taught you or your ancestors, but only his desires. Or do you love him for what he can bless you with, give you in earthly possessions or earthly things, earthly goodies? You'll be tested to see why you love him and for what purposes. God, this heavenly father, desires so very much more than you will ever know or understand about yourself that he desires for you and for him. And he desires to have this deep, spiritual, intimate relationship with you. With each one of you, his spiritual children, he wants to grow you up into the kingdom of heaven, culture, philosophy in your spirit, and then transform your soul into that way of thinking, not the way of the world, not the way of darkness and ignorance and Satan. Mm -mm. And then you get the new body after this body's gone. But he also desires for us to desire this relationship as much as he does. Mm -hmm. What I have found out, the worst abuse is the rejection of a mother in the womb, in childhood. The child craves spiritually and emotionally love. Love brings acceptance, protection. It anchors your soul and your spirit. It's foundational. And when that love is not there, for whatever reasons, we are a mess. As you may earthly know, in the natural, in your soul, any wonderful, loving, intimate relationship with others, even a mother to a child, even the womb needs love. The baby in there. Needs to hear good words said to it. Blessings, not curses. Acceptance. Love. Even in the womb. It takes time for these two to get to know each other. For the words to be anchored. To be tested and tried. When a mother doesn't feed the baby on time and it cries. Or doesn't want to play with the baby doesn't want to speak good words. Love is being tested. The baby's learning in the soul what love is and what it isn't. And it takes time for this to develop strong bonds in the child. For fellowship to develop trust, faithfulness, comfort, and learning to lay down your desires for another. Many mamas know how to do that. We, have, we allow our bodies to be changed, to bring forth life. We allow our lives to be changed, to nurture and feed and care for a little baby. We teach it and feed it and clothe it, trying to prepare it to go out of the family, out away from you, into the horrible world. Mm-hmm. Takes time, day by day, sometimes hour by hour. Night after night, 
morning after morning, teaching and talking and looking in the little child's eyes, saying, I love you. Mama loves you. Mama's here. I got your back. The baby doesn't know what that means. But when it cries, Mama's there. Mama knows to feed it good food to help its muscles grow, not sugar and sweet, not to yell and scream, have loud music, to be gentle and kind with its hands. Mm -hmm. But a lot of mamas don't. So the abuse begins, even in the womb, yelling and screaming, beatings, cursing, yelling, fighting. The baby can sense and development is occurring. So this spiritual, intimate relationship with God, the Heavenly Father, the Most High, the Great I Am, the God of the Bible, the book, takes two, him and you. He's ready and always is. He got that straightened out between the Old Testament and the New. And since the sacrifice on the cross, he's always ready. To birth new children, be a proud papa, father. The Greek, the Hebrew word is Abba. Abba means father, father, papa, papa. We all reach for our papas or our mamas. Mm -hmm. He's ready, are you? And do you even desire this type of relationship? Somewhat love, but not this kind. They don't want to be a child again. They want love that's sexual, love that is controlling of another, love that will not let you be free in the name of love, love that's smothering and hurting. Mm -hmm. So ask yourself, do you want this kind of relationship with him? Well, how do you begin if you do? Good question. First, he says, Seek me and my kingdom. Seek my spiritual righteousness first. Go after him in your thoughts, in your studies, what you watch. Every movie or song you listen to, ask him, is there something in there that I need to learn? Can you talk to me through it? Know that every dream could be him, but could be the other guy. So your newly acquired spiritual freedom will help you. Your new spiritual circumcision of a Hebrews 4.12 from your soul will help you. Will help you to develop this deep, intimate, spiritual relationship. He desires with your spirit, your forever person, the spirit part of you. For there now is more spiritual room for him. And his agape love in your spirit when you're born again. And if you want this type of relationship, he won't force you to be his spiritual child. He'll just tell you about the cross. He'll shine his light on your dreams and your circumstances. He'll speak to you through people, nature, other ways. Saying, I'm here. Reach for me. But he won't force you to. He won't put a sword to your neck and say, you convert and believe in me or I'll kill you. He doesn't do that. He doesn't call you an infidel because you're lost. He's not like the other gods, angry, 
anymore at you. It was said on the cross from Christ Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. You're in darkness, little one. You're in ignorance. But he's there if you'll seek him and desire his love. He won't violate your free will. That's your choice to choose. He won't force you at death, through death, through fear. The circumstances will be pressing on you. But he won't say, believe in me or you die. He won't do that. He wants you to be free to choose to love, to seek him. So enjoy his spiritual freedom. Even as a little child, you don't have to learn about him. You can stay little, immature, in divisions, in denominations, in religions. And just live out of your soul and your culture and your traditions. He won't force you to change. He knows at the time of your death, you will die. Your physical body will. Your soul is the covering over your spirit. And when you die, your little spirit may go to hell if it doesn't yet believe in him, accepted his gift. And be punished and tormented for all the deeds that your spirit has done through your soul. Or if you believe in him, even with just a little belief, you'll go on up where he is. Way, way on up there. But you'll be a baby. Mm -hmm. Just getting birthed. Know that there is more to him and you. Through and in this relationship, there's more land and territory to discover within yourself that needs freedom and deliverance. Mm -hmm. And he desires to help you set yourself free and to fill your spirit with more and more truth, light, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, to have it a bright, glorious, righteous spirit beaming out. To others in darkness. Oh yeah. There's a lot of work to do in you yet. A lot of growing. Feeding on truth and knowledge. Tests and trials to take. Mm -hmm. That's right. Pastor Deborah's been through a lot. That's why now he can trust me. To go out to the galaxies. Mm -hmm. He'll test your reason. For the purposes of what you're doing. He is always waiting for you. Even today, with his outstretched hands of agape love, he is always desiring for you to desire him alone above all things, above all people, earthly and personal desires, relationships, money, him and him alone, spiritually. Mm hmm So we hope that you may become all he sees you, the possibilities of you growing and maturing that you can be. A king sent out, an apostle, a pastor, a teacher, a minister of the kingdom of heaven, of agape love yourself, out into the lands of darkness and ignorance to battle Satan and his demons, to go to other planets and galaxies. To be entrusted with his agape love forever for others. 
And he desires for the two of you to become one. Him and you and you and him. One. Working together to bring love to others. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. And the Holy Spirit and the Heavenly Father, agape love himself. And that ends this part of the letter. We have one more little section that was given to me to speak out and to pray. And I'll get to that in the next one. Dear Heavenly Father, for all those that you brought here today to hear these words of hope, encouragement, love, truth, and light. Let their light shine as you are doing here. Bring forth the little ones into your light. Help them to see you as you really are and themselves as they could be when they mature. Help them to be free and delivered of all that is not of you. Help them to continue to seek and be disciples of you and your word. Father, be about your work of fulfilling Isaiah 61 and 62 in their lives for your purposes of the kingdom of heaven and as a father in the name of Christ Jesus. If you desire that right now, just say yes, and your journey begins. Your walk with him, your new life with him begins. It's that easy. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to pray. Don't even have to go get baptized in water. Your planet may not have water. What it means is, You recognize that you died and you're birthed anew. That's what it means. Mm -hmm. And the example is you see that in the tomb. Now, you also need another baptism where the Holy Spirit comes out into you in great power. So you can be a witness. It's hard to be a witness, testimony out in the world. It's horrible. You get threatened and killed and attacked that's why you need the power of the holy spirit to be a witness Mm -hmm. so if you want that it's done and you begin a new life in and through and with the christ jesus the word of god the holy spirit your teacher and the heavenly father himself all right i'll see you in the next part of my dear spiritual child letter From me, Agape Love himself. All right. Bye-bye.